don't ask for it, sucker. Don't even sit there and pretend. <laughs> Hello, happy campers. I'm Spike. I'm Chris. That is Chris. This is the Spike and Chris show, and here <laughs> we go again. Again and again and 2020 again. will not freaking quit. For those of you who are keeping up with our 2020 bingo cards, available <laughs> only on the website through the Twitter account via the Facebook feed, which is all running right, right along down here. It's... Uh, it, for those of you who picked Saharan Desert taking a dump on Southeast America, United States, go ahead, claim your square. Now, <laughs> yes, 2020 <clears throat> continues, and I guess we, traditionally we do the new stuff up front, but uh, traditionally June, May, June is typically when shows start getting canceled so they can announce new shows. And this year we're canceling people, so there we go. Yay! Uh, yay, yay, yay. Jimmy Kimmel is the one on the firing line right now because he apparently did an entire sh did a, a skit not just in blackface, but black everything. So, way to go, Jimmy Kimmel. Didn't learn jack squat from Ben Stein. Did yeah, you? who who was he supposed to be? Some basketball player, was he? Oh, who cares? Oh. It doesn't matter. Details? Details don't matter. All that matters is he did something that but offended you know, a little snowflake somewhere. So, but you know, honestly, though, I mean, even though I know Jimmy Kimmel and was uh, Jimmy Fallon's also did it, and I heard he his show might be canceled, his late night show. But I mean, they did it for a skit, so you would actually think. I mean, yeah, sure, they would. They should know better, but also the writers understand Jimmy Kimmel has a team of about a half dozen writers, about a half dozen producers, about a half dozen cameramen. He's got sound people. He's got people from the network watching over him. Yeah. He actually did this week an unnecessary censorship, which is always hilarious, but still, it's gone by all of these people, but Jimmy Kimmel's the one taking it in the shorts, which is fine because Jimmy Kimmel has come out in the past and he's wanted other people to take it in the shorts because they offended him. Or he, they did something he felt was offensive. So screw yes. Jimmy Kimmel. Moving on. Uh, Bill Maher is not canceled because... Bill Maher... Okay, now, I'm, I'm going to give you a quote from Bill Maher. You tell me if this sounds familiar. About social justice warriors and cancel culture. It's white people who appear to be bothered more about racism than African Americans. Hmm, where would you hear that from? I hear that all the time on the, huh, on the news. <laughs> no, you don't hear that all the time on the news. You hear it here. Well, I mean, I, I'm I, your racist I, uncle that's been, your racist uncle Spike that's been saying all along. You know, it's the white people who are. Yeah, it's the racist uncle. That's the new thing going on, going making circles around the the right right now, is that uh, we're being called racist uncles, not not because. We're being racist, but we've been saying all along, this is not going to end well. This is going to blow up in your face. And what do you know? It's not ending well, and it's blowing up in everybody's faces, like Jimmy Kimmel's. It's a shocker. Right? It's a shocker. It's but, a shocker. So Bill Maher finally admitting that Bill Maher is a classic liberal. Okay, this is what nobody understands about the poor man. He is a classic liberal, so he does not toe the line that everybody else on the left does. All the wokey wokes. He's 
he still believes in freedom and liberty and all this. What yeah. what what his most of his fans would consider to be hokey, stupid crap. But he still believes in that stuff. That's something he has in common with people who are not wokey woke, and that's what shocks the heck out of people on the right when Bill Maher makes sense. It's because he does have things in common with people on the right, but he's not on the right. Right. No, he's on the left. Oh. Right. Right? No. That's a left. Anyway. So anyway, that's that's what's happening in dirt cancel culture right now. Uh, and, not, and not to mention, <laughs> it's not just people, it's also animated characters. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Go ahead, tell them about The Simpsons. Okay, so, apparently, having a white actor doing a voice for a person of color is no longer allowed. So... The Simpsons, uh, I still can't pronounce the guy's name, Abu, 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 Abu whatever. I am the great powerful <laughs> Haku. I don't, know, I don't know if they are going to get rid of these characters. I know that the white people that did the voice for them have been fired. That, no, means, that means they have to get rid of the characters which because means they're tainted. Cleveland Brown is also no longer... Cleveland Brown, like he's he's gone now. They killed him. He's been doing <laughs> okay. White white guy has been doing Cleveland Brown for how many decades now? Twenty years, no lie. He did it for twenty years. He he admits he did it for twenty years. Now all of a sudden it bothers him. This I think is what drives me up the wall with these guys. It's. Okay, you've got that. You've got the poor guy who played Apu in The Simpsons. So now all the Simpsons characters have to be portrayed genetically correct. Genetic correctness, by the way. Casting people based on the race color is racist. Crazy Uncle saying it. Okay. The racist thing just went in my head. I was like, are they going to have Japanese people because of their... Well, they need... Only if they chop their pinkies off, because they have to have three fingers. So three-fingered Orientals. I was so sorry. That was so wrong. Three-fingered Asiatics are Ooh. the only ones that need to apply for the Simpsons. So, That's it. That's it. No, no, no more. Okay. So. So Elmo has to be blue. Uh, I say person. we need to take every white person and throw them out of Hollywood. Every white person in Hollywood needs to be unemployed, like right now. That's social justice. That's social justice. Only, only brown people. Brown people in all shades of brown. Brown, black, red. Yeah, some Asiatics. But wow. no, no white people. Jews, on the other hand, are a minority. They are, they are allowed. They're the only white people allowed. All you non-Jewish white people need to get the, out of Hollywood. And I mean, now, you racist little so-and-sos because you've been taking jobs from the brother men and the sister girls... For, I'm sorry, sister women with two Y's. For a century now, you need to get out now. You're done. Bye bye. This is the. This is how it ends. This is the only way it can end. They have to throw the white people out. They must. You okay? 
I'm just telling you where it's going to go, man. I'm telling you. He laughs now. He has laughed before, and within three weeks, he's like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, brother, by the time the new fall TV season starts, somebody, somewhere, will have said that. It may not be the most influential person in Hollywood. Somebody. Somebody's going to call for it. You somebody. just wait and see. Be Occupy Hollywood. O-H. Oh. 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 Anyway. You got, you got news-related things, or... Actually, never mind your news-related things. Have you heard about... <laughs> you know what Quibi is? Uh, yeah, but I still don't understand what it is. Quibi was started by <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg, okay? The guy who helped found DreamWorks. The guy who helped Greenlight, like Beauty and the Beast, Little, Print, uh, Little Mermaid, uh, all these... Aladdin, all the great 80s and 90s Disney animated things happened because of Jeffrey Katzenberg. They wouldn't give him a pay raise or a promotion, so he left and started his own company with, uh, wait, don't tell me, uh, David Giffen and Steven Spielberg, DreamWorks SKG. So, he apparently got tired of making money with Shrek and decided he was going to waste money instead and start something called Quibi which is basically a way where you can sit through a bunch of ads to watch a 10-minute episode of a TV show that has nobody's ever seen cares about. Needless to say, it, the only people who watch Quibi are the ones who own stock. Those are the only people watching Quibi that right now. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it is horrible. But Jeffrey Katzenberg has a plan. He's going to salvage this sucker, ladies and gentlemen. He... God, I can't believe he did this. He paid the estate of the writer of the original novel, Princess Bride. He's paid that estate $1 million for the rights to adapt the Princess Bride to Quibi. So, it's it, they're not going to do the entire Princess Bride in 10 minutes. It's going to be 10-minute episodes of the Princess Bride to watch it. Yes, Well, buddy. that just sounds stupid. Yes, it is. They're, they're, he's casting people now, apparently. Uh, according to Vanity Fair... Hold on. According to Vanity Fair, this is Jason Reitman's idea. Okay, hold on, hold on. So, I, I, I'm, I'm a little confused. Mm -hmm. So, I thought you meant they were going to show the movie 10 minutes. No, no, no. They're remaking okay. this for four ninety nine a month. This is not a free service. This is four ninety nine a month, so you can get ads with your ten minute snippets of TV shows. But uh, Katzenberg did make a donation to uh, World Central Kitchen to acquire the project from yeah from Jason Reitman. So yeah, so basically, here's who's attached right now. Common. We'd be in this. Sam Rockwell's going to be playing Wesley. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish and Jennifer Gardner taking turns as Buttercup. What the hell? <laughs> and the music is recreated by other artists based on the original score by Mark Knopfler. Uh, it's got William Goldman's estate. That's the guy who wrote the original thing. And Knopfler's involved, uh, signed off on it. And Norman Lear was the producer on the original. He's signed off on this one. but So basically he's got his quit claim in. It will, the cast will include 
It'll come out weekly in 10-minute bursts. It includes J.K. Simmons, which I'm dying to know what he would be playing. It, now, if J.K. Simmons is not... You're giving me that look. You threw me off. Okay, J.K. Simmons, Andy Serkis, Elijah Wood, Dave Batista, Taika Watiti, Mackenzie Davis, Zazie Beats, Pedro Pascal, and Fred Savage as the Beaver. And most likely taking <laughs> Columbo's spot. Yep, you're welcome. So now that he's shut down, let me go on and cover some of my other things here real quick. Inconceivable! It's coming. It's coming, boys and girls. It is coming. Uh, Mixer is shutting down. That was Microsoft's answer to Twitch. There's a, here, here's the thing about Mixer. Nobody, as, as much as people laughed at Quibi, at least they've heard of Quibi. Nobody's heard of Mixer. Okay? Mixer was Microsoft's way of losing money on the gamer market. All the money they made on Xbox, they turned around and blew it on. I had no idea Mixer. what Mixer was until you added it to my Xbox, and I was like, what's Mixer? Mm. Anyway, Mixer is, uh, like I said, Microsoft's answer to Twitch, which is the video game. You sit there and watch videos of people playing video games. Now, <clears throat> you thought Quibi was ridiculous. But anyway, I digress. Moving on. Uh, Twitch is going to end. Now, here's the thing. Twitch picked up a bunch of people... Uh, not Twitch. Damn it. Mixer picked up a bunch of people from Twitch. Okay? They, they, they paid off a couple of their top uh, Twitchers, I guess what you call them, and uh, the, the ones who have, like, a lot of followers to come, bring their audience over to Mixer, which they apparently just found somebody else to watch on Twitch. Twitch, by the way, is owned by Amazon. So the uh, now that Mixer is going to come to an end at the end of July, so the paychecks are going to stop. Now, like I said, they did they hired a couple of people from Twitch who had been on-screen personalities at Twitch. They hired them on, and then a bunch of others who had been thrown off of Twitch, usually for doing something, saying something stupidly racist or stupidly sexist or stupidly offensive over their little mics while they're playing, those guys all jumped ship from Twitch because they'd been, they were either going, either had been kicked out or were going to be kicked out. They all moved over to Mixer. So now they have a choice to make. They can either go groveling back to Twitch and beg for their old accounts back, or they can switch over to Facebook. And I don't know if you guys, how many of you guys do a lot of gaming and stuff, but if you use your real name and contact information, on any video game service, you are flipping full. Needless to say, Facebook requires some kind of personally identifiable real information, like using your real name and stuff. And nobody wants to do that. Because then you'd be able to find these fools. So, uh, that's fun. Before you move on, I got another gaming uh, news, actually. Yeah, that's what you got. So, there, there is a, a new game that just came out called The Last of Us Part, Part 2. Duh. Yeah. Now, I've never played it, but the first one I know is very iconic because it, like everybody has talked about this forever. I keep probably seeing like memes and, you know, different things about this game. And it is 
the second one is getting like a huge praise from critics, like four stars, best game of the year, and all that. Except for the fans. The fans, and I've heard it from everyone, they absolutely hate whoever did this. The reason why is the characters, the main characters, just die. Not a big, you know, going out or anything. They just die. One of the big issues is, is that the person that kills them all, they are stuck playing that character. So apparently there's this butch woman that comes in. Her name is Abby. She kills all the main characters, and you are literally stuck playing this character. You have no choice. You have to play this character. And people hate this. They are so pissed off about this entire thing. They said that the story was horrible. The characters from the first one are not like they were in this one. Like, if you like, for instance, if they if the character was strong and you know headstrong in the first one, and this one they're not. So it's like they're all written differently. So there's a lot of complaints about this. A lot. This has been a trend for a very long time in the entertainment industry. You come up with a creative idea, like The Last of Us, which admittedly, it, it wasn't that creative. Idea, no, but it's a, it, it was well executed, let's say that. It was well, people seem to love it. It was artistically well done. Okay, so some yeah. showed some talent. Made a big pile of cash. Now that you got your big pile of cash, and you can afford to snort, blow off a hooker's stomach for every day from now <laughs> till the end of time. Now that that's happened, now all of a sudden you need artistic satisfaction. This has killed much greater properties than this. It's known as the jump the shark moment. It used to be called the jump the shark moment until, uh, I don't know, everybody gave up on jump the shark because jump the shark, jump the shark, apparently, but... <laughs> but... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I kind of understand what they're saying. Because, I mean, they advertise this game so many times on TV, at the uh, E3, all that stuff. But they've never shown the character Abby. They've never shown it. And then in mid-play, it's like, oh, two main characters die. And then it tells her story, the one that killed them. It tells her story. And now they're stuck playing her. And it's like, wait, what? You know? So a lot of people are upset. And one of the, apparently one of the writers of the game says, get over it. There you go. Artistic <laughs> satisfaction. Now, on so, the other hand, he's absolutely correct. If you're this upset about it, get the hell over it. Go play something else. Yes, you dropped a bunch of money on this game. But guess what, sucker? You going to drop any money on The Last of Us Part 3? Now that you, no, now that you feel you've been now. betrayed? No! Oh, and how many more copies of this do you think they're going to sell from, like, this point forward? Like, this this date, this time, it is Probably June 28, 2020, and it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon from this point forward. How many copies of this are they going to sell? I, the sales I, are going I to plummet. Yeah, I believe that now everybody knows what happens. They're like, 
I'm not going to spend 60-some-odd dollars on this game. That is correct. Now, like you said, the writer said, hey, get over it, okay? We got over it, and we're getting away from you, okay? Yeah. Part of getting over it is leaving you and your attitude and your creation over in the ditch where we don't have to deal with it anymore, okay? Yes. I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Follow your bliss, but don't make me watch and don't make me pay for it, okay? You exactly. do you. You do you. If you want to spend money on it, fine. But don't come pick in my pocket to pay for it, buddy. Now, have you heard about the, the new Baby Yoda toy? Is that the one from Build-A-Bear? No, 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 no. I thought Build-A-Bear was the one. No, 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 no. You have not heard of this. Oh, my goodness. This All right. Is... Hold up. Hold up. Listen up, everybody. All this right. This is... This is... Star... Baby Yoda. Star Wars, the Mandalorian Child Edition... Bop it. You remember <laughs> Bop it, right? Bop it, for those of you who have, have not seen this game, for all three of you who have not seen this game, Bop it is about yay long. Okay, let me see if I can get my... It's about yay long. It's got some little twists and turns to it. It's got little dials. a little, And most of all, it's got a little button on top of it where you bop it. Is this... It tells you to bop it. It's like... It's like... A, Simon on LSD, basically, is what it is. Is, okay? this, is this like from that when uh, the stormtroopers capture Baby Yoda? Everybody like... thinks that because there was a scene <laughs> in the first spoilers in the first season of The Mandalorian. There was one scene where they're trying to, these right. two stormtroopers trying to take off with Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda keeps making noise, squirming, trying to get out of the pouch. So one of them turns around, wham, and instantly. All the cute little memes about being stormtroopers and stuff stopped being funny at that point in time. Now and they did it twice. They did it twice. Yeah. <laughs> this one. Oh my God! Here's That's the best good. part. This is a toy. Okay. And I swear to you, I don't know. Nobody knows exactly how this works yet, but they all think you're going to have to smack Baby Yoda upside the head, according to press releases and stuff, this is not supposed to be a violent toy. The Mandalorian himself tells you which parts of Baby Yoda you're supposed to touch, and then if you get it right, Baby Yoda coos, Baby Yoda guys, Baby Yoda makes little Baby Yoda noises, whatever he does. So the, the, the longer you're able to keep stringing it together, the cuter and cuter it's supposed to get. You're not supposed to smack Baby Yoda upside the head. You have pictures of But it is the concept. I will post pictures right on the okay. screen here, buddy. I can't wait to see that. Because we've got several toys I need to talk about here because that's just the top of the... How would you like to drop... Let's see. How would you like oh, to drop God. about $20 for an Optimus Prime that does not transform? Yep. That's going to be coming from... Uh, How big is it? <laughs> six inches tall. <laughs> and this well, is one of those things... This is one of those things... I mean, the sculpt... I'm showing it to him. You'll see it here on the screen. I'll, I'll try to remember to put this up. But that is the Baby Yoda boppet right there. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's one of those things. It's... That's... <laughs> They're kind of taking advantage of the collectors there. Wow. Wow. I mean, let's be honest. The toy companies make more off the collectors than they do off kids now anyway. Since they're not allowed to, you know, sponsor or subsidize cheap cartoons about their toy lines. 
they take what they can get. But uh, yeah. so they've all they're also coming out Hasbro again. GI Joe Cobra Commander and Snake Eyes life size helmets are coming. Yeah. These are coming exclusively to GameStop. They're they're life size. Whether they'll have the slits, they better because they're $120 a pop. Well, not like there's any anybody going to GameStop to buy games anymore, right? Apparently. If I was going to spend that much money on a helmet, you better be for sure. I'm going to have like a mannequin <laughs> at home with the outfit yeah. on the mannequin just so I can put the helmet on there. Now, have you heard of and have you heard of NECA? What is it? NECA. They do like uh, sculpts and figures for like Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, a lot of the horror novel guy or horror novel horror movie guys. They do a lot of the really detailed sculpts and stuff. Oh, like I like what you did with up there. You, I don't think you can see it on the screen, but we've got oh, Ash. Kind of like McFarland stuff. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like that. Their new one for September, and this is one that has I have to try to get a hold of for she who must not be named, Richard Simmons. <laughs> Eight inches tall, which means bigger than that. Oh, no. <laughs> Richard Simmons taller than the non-transforming Optimus Prime that's coming out. This one will have actual cloth shorts, actual cloth leotard up top the and two different heads so one's gonna ah like this and the other one's giving you the reassuring smile <laughs> there's the one that lures oh. you there's the one that lures you into the rape van and the one you see in the rape van so that's gonna Ooh. be fun uh, let's see uh, Playmobil have you heard of Playmobil yes Play-Doh no Cookie dough or no easy bake oven? No, they're not that cool. They're they're like Lego's poor cousin. They, I didn't know. I have no. Playmobil are these little things for you have to. It's building blocks like Lego, but not nearly as cool. If you remember correctly, remember the Lego movies? Made yes. two of them. Made a fortune off of them. And then the Playmobil movie came out, and we got the coronavirus from it. So, it's, <laughs> it is... Uh, Actually, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's correct. It did come out, like, in... Yeah. Playmobil is now doing licensed Game of Thrones toys. You can now get a Grand Castle of Novelmore playset. This is... This, now, understand, this... Okay, I take this back. This is not Game of Thrones, but this is inspired by Game of Thrones. So they'll they, never come out and admit it because they would have to pay money to license it. But what this is, <laughs> this they got this whole thing called Novelmore, and it's almost like a direct lift because this wow. is Playmobil. They're ghetto Lego, okay? <laughs> They're leg ghetto is what leg they are. Ghetto. Leg ghetto. <laughs> Okay. Let's so, ghetto. So oh, that's a good. That's a good. So you've got this thing called the Grand Castle of Novelmore. Stand in for King's Landing. It is three feet wide. Comes with horses, wolves, catapults, cannons, arrow shooting ballistas, and four figures plus secret passageways and a working drawbridge, and all for the low, low price of two hundred dollars. Actually, that sounds pretty exciting. <laughs>
<laughs> just so yeah, anyway, that's, pretty excited. that's the week in toys, boys and girls. And uh, I still want a baby Yoda to smack around. I would love a baby. This is why that you can't. It's hard to find baby Yoda toys that have been officially Ooh. licensed from Disney. Whoa. They don't want anybody to smack them around. <laughs> Splash Mountain, right? Oh, I had no idea Splash Mountain was built in 89. I'd forgotten about it. I actually knew it, but I'd forgotten. And it was based on the Song of the South. It's the water ride. The big water ride at Disneyland is... Oh, yeah, that's being turned into the uh, Princess, uh, they are going Princess to and the Frog. Right? right. That's the one there. I don't, I don't even remember the music from that movie. No, nobody does. I think, <laughs> I I think me and Chew must not be named. We're like two of the 15 people in the country actually watched that film. But it was... Because it was... The reason why is because that was the last production from Walt Disney Feature Animation. So... Hmm. So out of deference, as a kind of salute, as, as they left the docks, then... I mean, it wasn't a bad movie. It was not a bad movie. It was movie, a pretty cute movie. I liked the New Orleans... Thing to it, I did like that, but I mean, actually, that that might not be too bad. That'd be pretty cool. But you would think that it would be in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, the atmosphere is yeah. already there. And they're making a live-action movie at the Magic School Bus. I did hear about that. Starring yes. Elizabeth Banks. Never mind. <laughs> I used to like. Look, I hold used on, stop. That is exactly my thought. I used to like Elizabeth Banks, but then she went all feminist, and it's like, men are bad, men are horrible. Well, then we you don't want good. men's money, do you, Elizabeth Banks? Bye-bye, you're done. Like every time Thanks she, for playing, bye-bye. Because she did Charlie's Angels and blamed that it's not, it didn't do good because of men. Yeah, I remember that crap. Yeah. That's why I don't, I have never spent money on Elizabeth Banks movie, so I'm not going to say I'm going to... Yeah. Everything I'm going to boycott like, her now because I've never spent a single solitary dime on Elizabeth Banks anything. So, so I can't say I'm boycotting something if I never took took part of it. Anyway, <laughs> so is there anything in your Paula newsish that we haven't talked about yet? Can we look at this? Uh, actually, yeah, I thought we would I have more stuff to. I think I covered everything. Like last time, we was like on point. Like you had what I had and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Well, first of all. We should really talk about the two major box office hits over the weekend. That would be a good idea. Let's try yes. that. So, now that, the you know, ever since the whole pandemic, movie theaters and drive-ins are opening back up. But they're showing classic movies because all the new movies have been pushed way, way back. So, over the weekend, two Steven Spielberg, I almost said Stephen King, Two, Steven Spielberg, huge blockbuster films are blockbusters once again. And number one is Jurassic Park. And number two, Jaws. And I believe they both made like 15-something. <coughs> not that's, bad. That's not bad. <coughs> Sorry, Rona. Anyway. Yeah. 
Actually, that's my uh, acid reflux kicking into my respiratory system. Uh, anyway, which is even worse than the Rona. But anyway, there are some films that just you need to see them in a theater. And the yes. bigger the screen, the better. Yes. Now, what I would like to do is be able to sit in the front row right in the middle of a drive-in and just look up and just have it all the way around like a giant iMac screen. But... That would be cool. Me and she who must not be named got to see Jaws yesterday. We made a date night of it. And y'all, I don't know why we never made Tomatoes and Flames an unofficial unsponsor here, but uh, they, they need to be an official unsponsor. We need to shout out for the okay shout out for the cherry turnovers that are about like this this big around shout out for they're the, really good shout out for the calzones shout out for the signature breads shout out for the uh, for the uh, for the pastas they offer and stuff and of course for the pizzas stay away from the pepperoni though like I said, you and heard me coughing. That's the pepperoni from yesterday. And they got vegan stuff. They do so have vegan, vegan stuff. And for some reason, they put asparagus on everything. I don't get it. Mm. Oh. You can get asparagus on just about anything over there. We need they, to go down there and like interview them and talk about their homemade uh, oven and stuff. Hey, if if you have not had a brick-fired cherry oh. turnover as big as your head... You have not lived. So get down to South Maysville Street. Visit Tomatoes and Flames. They're on reduced hours right now. Visit their website. They'll tell you about it or their Facebook page. And you can eat outside too. So, yeah. They do have outside, outdoor tables. They do have indoor tables too, fortunately, because as soon as we sat down and started to eat outside, it started raining. So we had to get back outside. <laughs> that's typical for our dates. But anyway, what else But uh, yeah, I mean. Apparently, most of the box office came over uh, drive-in theaters, which was 160 uh, drive-in theaters that opened up. Mm -hmm. So, And because people are still spooked over Nerona, we are going through our second cycle, and you're not hearing this in the media yet, so if any of you media guys are listening, listen up. We are going through a second round of hoarding of the paper towels and toilet paper. We're seeing this again. <laughs> in this area of central Kentucky, we're seeing this again. Now understand, Kentucky is not one of those that's had, I mean, we've we've had our spike. We've had our spikes in coronaviruses, but not as bad as some of the more populous states did. But people are losing their effing minds again. Here we go, hoarding the TP, hoarding the PT, hoarding the Kleenex, Hoarding all this stuff that the rest of us are just like, well, you leave it the F alone. Get what you need and move on, son. I think the reason is is the whole rioting. Uh, there's a lot of truck deliveries that have decided are that they are not, deliver. Right. Yeah, they're not going there because of all the riots. That's one of the uh, that's so. one of the unintended consequences. Your actions, now this, I know this comes as a shock to a lot of you, especially the younger you are, the more this is a shock. Your actions have consequences. Mm -hmm. And you can't always tell what those consequences are going to be. You think not having fresh food in the inner city is a problem. Wait until you don't have people who refuse to make deliveries of beer, pretzels, toilet paper, paper towels, anything into a war zone. 
they're going to refuse to do it. Yeah. And you're going to wonder why, and you're going to go whining to your leaders. <laughs> you're going to go find, uh, no, not to your leaders, the nearest camera, and you're going to start whining about it. But anyway, there you go. Uh, anyway. Uh, enough of the rant. We had that rant last week. But it, anyway, the, the, it, all the movies that has been pushed back, like uh, Tenet, Christopher Nolan's Tenet and uh, Mulan were supposed to be the biggest ones that was supposed to open up in July. Those movies are now being pushed back again. So all next month, theaters are going to be getting more classic movies to show. So be which on the watch a, out for that. Which is an excellent thing because a lot of these classic movies are a lot better than the crap they're showing us right now. Although... It's kind of it's kind of fun to sit here watch Jaws and they're playing a, a trailer for Black Widow with a release date of May 2020 and then we just, <laughs> the entire audience sits there. No, it didn't. So. It is really <sighs> And whoever came up with this north, stop it, Marvel, knock it off. God, and it's not just Marvel; it's all these. Action franchise. Stop it. Anyway, what else you got? <laughs> uh, I, I, I got some good news. Anyway. I got some good news and I also got maybe a little bit of bad news. Oh, why? To me. Why? Well, it has been announced that Michael Keaton will be coming back as Batman. I, I got something to say on that. Go ahead. I, I have a feeling you're going to go in that direction anyway. You want me to say it or you going to say it? You want to say it? Go ahead and say it. Say it. He's not, he doesn't come back as Batman. You'll see him in the Batman outfit just for nostalgia's sake. He's coming back as Bruce Wayne to help guide Terry McGinnis in his own movie. He's going to be Bruce Wayne in the Batman Beyond movie that spins off of the Flash movie. See, now, you must have heard that, like, recently or something, because when I heard about it, they said that it may go that way. They didn't say it will. Oh, I'm not saying it will. I'm saying this is, this is the logical progression of it. And like I said, who is in charge of DC Hollywood right now? You know his name, because I'll, I'll read his colonoscopy if he writes it. Jeff Johns. Yeah, okay. Jeff Johns like, is now in charge, which means this is what he's going to do unless he just throws everybody a big old But now on. he's supposed to make an appearance in <clears throat> Flashpoint. This is the problem I have with this, again. Because that's the problem. Exactly. Because this is the Flash's first motion picture film. And the first movie you're going to do with him, you're going to make it about Flashpoint? That's a mistake. That's what they did with the TV show. They made the first first season about Flashpoint. I mean, it might work on TV, but like his no, first No, it didn't work movie? on TV either. There is... No. Hold on. Stop. There is more than one landmark Flash storyline, yes. but none of them are as well-known as Flashpoint. Even non-comic book readers know Flashpoint right now, and it gives them all ice cream headaches whenever they hear it. Yeah. Okay? There's Iron Heights. Okay? You, th <laughs> you think Arkham Asylum is nutty? <laughs> Iron Heights is run by a psychotic warden with mental powers think Gorilla Grodd but on a lower level 
surrounded by villains on the level of Gorilla Grodd who can throw boomerangs with deadly accuracy, which seems ridiculous on the surface, but can actually... <laughs> or you can control the weather, or you can... You can freeze things, There's, or you can freeze things. There's like two or three flash ones you can freeze things. But anyway, Iron Heights, for God's sake, take take a look into it. Look at a working, Flash is a working class superhero. And this is what Hollywood does not get. He is a working class superhero. He's also a cop, which surprises me they haven't canceled that yet. But anyway, I digress. And there are other things to do with the Flash. True, there are not... It's not like Batman, where Batman's got an entire library full of iconic stories to tell. The Flash has, uh, as far as iconics, two or three. If I would do two movies before Flashpoint, and I know Jeff Johns doesn't know, know me from Adam, but... I do two movies for Flashpoint. I do one because not everybody is aware of what the Flash is, but they're not aware of who he is. Yeah. Okay, and they don't have to tell his origin story. They could do what they did with uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. You know, it's like yeah. oh, he's just—he's already there. Yes, he's already or, a hero. Okay, do that's your first one. Introduce him. Okay, yeah. and your second one introduce the concept of alternate universes. Have him meet the Flash, exactly. the Flash of Earth Two. The I idea of um, a multiverse that all started with an issue of The Flash way back in 1960 that let Barry Allen run side by side with Jay Garrick, The Flash of World War II, who wound up becoming The Flash of Earth II, and everything. This is what actually, it's, I'm not saying it inspired the science fiction genre of multiverse, but it popularized it. It introduced it to pop culture and just blew up from there. There's your second movie, then do Flashpoint. Add the exactly. time into it. That's what I've been saying. It's but, like, wait until the third movie to do that, just not the first movie. You've been saying that. Oh, well, God, that must have been some low-hanging fruit. Anyway. <clears throat> I usually don't settle for low-hanging fruit. Like oh, anyway. my goodness. In other, comic so in, book, other, in, in other words, I was saying exactly what you were going to say. In other comic book news, much. go ahead. In other comic book news, there has been rumors, and uh, this one, this rumor apparently comes from a source that says that they are right. I say they are wrong. But apparently in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, Ron Reynolds is supposed to come back as... The Green Arrow, uh, not Green Arrow. <laughs> Ooh. You touched me after saying that. I swear to God, you're not getting your arm back. <laughs> you will, but it won't be the way it was attached. I'm, I'm sorry. Green I'm, Lantern. I'm sorry. I, didn't mean... I, on the other hand, have learned to love and appreciate our new robotic overlords. I'm going to say, you know what? Huzzah for the Snyder Cut. Huzzah for Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. Huzzah for spending billions and billions of dollars on this until it all finally blows up in everybody's face. Huzzah, I say, because HBO Max Huzzah. sucks dead ass. Anyway. It does. <laughs> but I think that this story... The most overblown streamer of all time. This, next is, to Quibi. this is just really stupid to hear because I'm pretty sure Ryan Reynolds does not want to go and revisit that. 
Yeah, he does. He's yeah, made he does. fun of it like a thousand times yeah, in his does. movies. He, he, all you gotta do is put enough zeros on his check and he'll be fine. I don't know. He's kind of smart. Nah, 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 nah. He played Deadpool twice. Trust me, he has no shame. Nah. Go ahead. Well, anyway, other news. Margot Robbie, best known for Heart of Quinn, supposed to be in the reboot of Pirates of the Caribbean. We're just going to leave that there. And in sad comic book news, Joe Schumacher, director of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, has and a passed bunch of, away. And a bunch of other better movies. Yes, Go he's ahead. done so many. And I got, did you know? And I kid you not. He did DC Cavs Car Wash and The Wiz. And shocked myself back then when I first saw them. I was, I was like, what? <laughs> Joel Schumacher knew how to make money off of it. Now, he couldn't make a movie very well, but he knew how to make money off of it. So, that's, that's pretty wild. Car Wash, one of the great underrated comedic films of all time. And, oh my goodness, I, <laughs> I learned to have a whole new appreciation for, for Richard Pryor with that film. So. He also did... Uh, St. Elmo's Fire, too. Yep. Didn't know that. I knew he did Lost Boys, Phone Booth. Phone Booth, a lot of people... Has a lot Colin, of people. It has Colin Farrell in it. He's stuck in a phone booth with a crazy guy who is, like, snipering people on the street if he doesn't do something. And it is... It's a good movie, but it's also the very first time that a movie was made in one day. If you've never seen Phone Booth, look it up. It's actually really, really good. It's really the good. only problem I have with that is that absolutely nobody under the age of 40, I'm going to say under the age of 35, has actually seen a phone booth or knows what it is. Well, actually, that movie was made like around when all the phone booths were starting to go away. Mm -hmm. So, But it was a good concept. It has Keith Sutherland in it. He plays the sniper who's like... I'm going to blackmail you for this and this. Your wife knows about your affair and all this stuff, and you have to admit it. If not, I'm going to shoot this other person on the street. And it's just like, it's, a, it's actually a pretty wild It sounds concept, like the unauthorized sequel to 24 to me. <laughs> Jack Bauer goes nuts. <laughs> Jack Bauer goes ballistic. There you go. What else you got, big boy? All right, well, this. All right, so, now this one... Okay, are you ready? No. No. This Go is ahead. a big one. I am going to tell you the rules that Disney have for the Marvel actors and other actors that works for Disney. Okay? And these are pretty outlandish. Now, the actors that had to that has been in like every Marvel movie since Iron Man has literally had to be on major strict rules here, okay? Mm -hmm. One, they had to be on call 24-7, no matter what time of the day. Why? Because of shoots, secret shooting basically is what they call it. Not even the actors themselves know exactly what they're going to shoot, what scene or anything. They are put in a van like they're being kidnapped, taken to a location, to a windowless room, 
cell phones taken away and learn their lines before they go and do the scene. Now, when he said taken in a van like they were being kidnapped, how many of you imagine people in Mickey Mouse outfits dressed like Donald Duck, goofy and stuff, <laughs> grabbing people, grabbing Hollywood A-listers off the street and throwing them into the back of a van taking them off? I did. <laughs> there is, they, each cast member must be having a clean image. That means no smoking. They must be on a diet, a strict diet, okay, <laughs> and for about two hours a day, intense training, fitness, and must eat boiled chicken and oats. Ew. Yeah. This is no, this is no joke. This is what one of the cast members said. Now, the whole thing about not seeing the script until that moment probably because they haven't written the script until then actually caused a major upset with one of the actors Paul Bettany who played Vision because he has uh, uh, oh what is it where you can't read yes what dyslexia dyslexia yeah he has that so that caused him a major he was pissed off <laughs> And in the related news, apparently, uh, Vision ran on Python. Who knew? <laughs> that was also, an in, in, a nerd in-joke. Go ahead. Also, Disney picks what Easter eggs are put in the movie. And not just the MCU movies. Every movie that they make. So, I know you heard... There's Easter eggs in every single Pixar, anything Disney. It's put there for a purpose. It's not just, hey, let's just put that in as for a ha-ha-ha. They literally do that. Now, also, as for clean image, every single one of them has to do a charity. Okay? Now, this is a, this is a pattern that goes with all of them. They do a charity, they film themselves doing it, so that people will like that actor or actress to go see the movie. So basically, you see them being nice and stuff. No, they're being made to do charity. It's pretty sad. That's Disney. I mean, that's, that's been Disney that. for decades. This is nothing new. That's old hat stuff there. Disney had out of out of all the big all the studios, big, small, in between. Disney is the one, and there have been reports coming off Disney Channel. The kids on the Disney Channel have been saying this for years now. Disney control knows all about micromanaging a marketing plan. So it doesn't matter who you are, if, how big a role, how small a role, you are going to do exactly what Disney tells you to do or you will not work for Disney. Exactly. Why did Tom Hanks and uh, Tim Allen do Toy Story? Now that was Pixar, but same point. Why did they do? Why did they do the first Toy Story? I don't know. 
because the kids would watch it. Well, yeah. This is the thing in Hollywood. It start. It's been do, going like this mm, since about the Little Mermaid started, and Disney became cool again because Disney was a joke back when they were doing the Black Hole and stuff like that. Nobody paid attention to Disney. Excuse me. When Disney did, pepperoni. When Disney did the Little Mermaid, suddenly it became cool to voice act in. A Disney film. You don't want to be seen in a Disney film, but you can do voice acting. So you kids could say, "Whoa, look at mom and mom or dad or whatever doing this voice on the on the big screen." They did it for their kids. Yeah. That's why they took bottom <coughs> bargain basement lowest union levels that they can get away with on pay, so that their kids would think they were cool. And this is why people do Marvel films because right now Marvel films are cool. And if you want to be attached to a Marvel flick, you want that on your resume, you're going to toe the line and do exactly what they tell you. Whether it works or not. So. Yeah. It's, it's. Now, here's a quick question. Did, did uh, that article you read, did that mention which uh, nonprofits were being, which charities were being benefited from this? Uh, no, they did not say no. that. They just said that they made their actors do charity work and made sure that there was a bunch of people watching. Guaranteed it had something to do with kids. Oh, yeah. Almost always kids. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's Disney. They st Disney, for all they've done, for everything they've done, we've gone over, like, Touchstone, stuff children like hospitals. that before. It's going to be children's hospitals, charities. Something, something Disney probably gets some benefit from, at least from name association just like with McDonald's you go to a McDonald's drive through and they have the little bucket there where you pay for your food and they have a little bucket for Ronald McDonald children's homes yeah. which are located in your hospitals they don't do that well I'm sure they probably started doing that for the children but now because it's got McDonald's it's advertising for them now and guaranteed I haven't looked at McDonald's uh, profit loss statements lately but I bet a lot of the uh, the money they have to spend on those little Ronald McDonald House buckets probably winds up being taken off, being deducted from their taxes for uh, oh. marketing. Anyway. So, yeah, I mean, Disney uh, and Zadea actually came out not too long ago about how her and Bella Thorne, was, uh, I think the show was called Shake It Up or something like that, they had to. They were made to be rivals. They couldn't be friends. They had to be rivals. So, as Zadea said that uh, she knows what they were doing to them, and she talked to Bella about it, and they. That's why the show was kind of canceled. Because they was like, we're not doing this. So. Yeah. Well, if you don't play, you don't get paid. So. Exactly. What else you got before we wrap this? That's it. That's it. Okay. Which is amazing. I covered all of that mostly in like some of the conversations I had with you on your news. Like with the <laughs> yeah, that's, it's one of those things. Try to where match we, it in there. We go back and forth. Did it had, no, I'm trying to remember last week we talked about J.K. Rowling yes. and her agency. Okay, I thought we did, but I wasn't sure. Yes. Where uh, finally one of these literary agencies stood up to the bullies in their midst and actually stuck with J.K. Rowling instead of whoever these little no-name authors were and stuff. But anyway, 
If we talk about that last week, then I'll just leave this on the cutting room floor. So, anyway. <laughs> it's so you got anything else you want to bring up or before we say buy a con deals? Hasty bananas. Whatever. Yeah. Hasty bananas. Hasty bananas. Well, in that case, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this. You got what? Uh, what? No, no, no. what? Nothing. What? You got nothing. So nothing. until next time then, Spike Chris Spike and Chris show. We will see you all down the down the lane. For those of you who are sticking around for what we do, then so be it. A little little shop to talk now. The podcasts are finally starting to roll out for this show, where basically I take the audio we produce each week and just release it in podcast form. I think last week, God, was over an hour and a half long in our podcast. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Now, ne now, next Saturday, I think we should definitely go down to Scott's. Yeah, we need to we need to meet up with uh, Scott's at Scott's Comic get Relief. Going We're going to get that. We need to start talking to him again. So that will be coming. Um, and like I said, with the podcast, they're coming. Uh, not quite ready to announce a couple other th projects yet, but I don't, all that'll do is change some songs. There's more. There's always more. But, hey, the BS never ends. Leave you know them wanting more. BSNE, the BS never ends. So, anyhow, till next time, we'll see you all. Now, if I can find my remote and if I can get the off button to work, let's see. No, 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 no. Okay. Now I may say that.